All right, I have seen insane things, but I have not seen anything close to this in any of the parks, anywhere, anywhere in all my travels. There are huge lines of people, and we thought we'd just come later. So this is after 8 p.m. at Disney Springs in the Orange Garage, and there are literally a, a thousand people or more all trying to get in, all waiting or getting in queue to do the fever check. I am totally, totally stunned by this discovery. So we're about seven or eight minutes into this and we still haven't cleared the health check. But the interesting thing is not the fever check. The interesting thing is that they have added the same security passages that have been recently installed in the parks, which moves guests quickly through. But please understand that other than a couple of trials, Disney Springs has not had a tradition of doing security in these, um, in these, uh, at Disney Springs. So this is a big and frankly, very important add-on that has been, uh, that is developed for uh, this, retail experience. All right, that was about an eight or nine minute experience. Wasn't the end of the world, but that visual alone is seeing all of those people crowded there. I think if I had seen that initially, I wouldn't even bothered coming this evening. It just looked too intense. Everybody stayed socially distanced. Just about everybody, everybody had their mask on. Few people need to still learn how it goes up above the nose, but I'm not gonna get into that issue this evening. Still, um, we're here, glad to be here, decorated for the holidays. You can see a uh, Star Wars Christmas tree lighted with a saber, lightsaber on top. And uh, that begins our journey to kind of check out a few of these trees here this evening. Well, they have moved the snow from the Magic Kingdom this year over to Disney Springs. And so there's a light falling in front of uh, Disney style over here. And uh, the crowds on the street are just as crazy as they were in the parking lot. This looks no different than what I usually see on most Saturday nights. Maybe not Thanksgiving weekend, maybe a little more crowd on Thanksgiving weekend. But this is a typical Saturday night at Disney Springs with a very large crowd. A little view of the balloon coming down as it's uh, taking guests to and from the air. And we're here in the little um, truck stand area and uh, just taking a little break. The uh, walls are up in front of Beatrix, uh, which was supposed to be under construction and has not been for some time due to the pandemic uh, experience. Behind me is another Christmas tree. This one is from uh, the Lion King. And again, instead of an enchanted, uh, oh, what did they call it? A, a tree trail that was over near uh, World of Disney this year, they have spread those trees across the property so as to not create a congregation of people all in one place trying to look at the trees. Very smart idea. Um, and kind of kind of nice because you kind of get a chance to walk about and 
look for each of them. They seem more unique and special spread out as opposed to being all just clustered together. They all seem like the same when they're all together. So I kind of prefer that approach. I should mention that that same tree is underneath a set of abandoned elevated railway tracks, which was built as part of the whole thematic scheme. The intent originally was to kind of put a second layer out there, have people go out there and use it as a dining experience, either because of budget cuts or because of safety or both or whatever. That uh, set of train tracks or that, that area dedicated to guests uh, dining and just uh, being above it all, that was all completely scrapped when Disney Springs was completed, maybe to be added in the future. I mention all this because it's quite ironic that this last week, Disney, well, that it was announced that a new train system would be uh, coming to Disney Springs as uh, and have a station here uh, with a two-tier uh, station actually just kind of like what we're talking about here I don't know where the station will actually be but what we do know about this is uh, this is the same train system that's doing a high speed between Miami and up in the airport and that's being planned I think to be completed in 22 or so uh, don't don't uh, bet me on that number and then I think two years later the station coming to Disney Springs which you got to understand there's not there's not a set of tracks right now that stretches between the airport and Disney Springs so they're gonna have to lay something new or they're gonna have to lace through existing tracks in a weird kind of way. Maybe on the B line, they're accommodating space uh, adjacent or in the median of the, the B line that uh, then meets up with I-4 and then I-4 coming into here. So more to come. Those of us who have lived in this area, uh, we find it, um, it's just we've had so many announcements of train systems high-speed rail systems coming into the area that we've become a little skeptical of anything actually happening in my view i think for tourism and especially in linking uh latin american audiences who love to be in miami linking them between here in orlando and back this is huge if you have to think of Florida as being a jumping off point to all of Latin America as well as the Caribbean. And so in that regard, I just see this as a huge opportunity, but uh, having the road meet, the rubber meet the road is something yet to be seen and decided. So more to come on that. We'll keep you posted as we know more. So this is uh, my date night tonight with Kath and she has stood in line at the Candy Cauldron Show us your holiday apple that you managed to get, Mrs. Cover. There's nothing holiday about your candy apple, but they are, I thought they were all holiday apples. I just chose the regular one. Oh man, you really chose an ordinary. For that, you stood in line. Well, I didn't know that's what I was getting until I got it on that. 
she was looking for the marshmallows with the peppermint overlay which is okay but the ones that are really great are the disneyland ones because there's a layer of chocolate between the peppermint and the marshmallow and somehow that kind of makes it a little more solid and more of a a total gastronomical experience is what i think here but um now you had an observation about all the guests here what were you saying So you think that people are here are more like locals who are just finding something to do on Thanksgiving weekend. It's not tourists who are wanting to do that holiday shopping and get it all in gear. Correct. I don't see I mean, they're buying a drink at Starbucks or something from the... A snack trucks, or something. But they're not... Okay, and we're guilty. We fall in that same category, kind of, but... Yeah. But... I saw a baseball team, I'm sure there are groups of young people that are visiting from out of state that are down here for some sort of tournament, but other than that, it looks like a lot of business to me. For us as a family, coming to Disney Springs or downtown Disney in the day with their family on Thanksgiving weekend is a big thing. It was kind of the, our start of the holiday season. We would come because the lights would be up by then, which is a joke because they're up now, usually a month ahead of time. But back then, when we first got here, they got put up around the, um, around just the week of Thanksgiving, at least in downtown Disney or the Disney Marketplace. So, so this is, and seeing the Thanksgiving movie that would come out from Disney, Mulan, Tarzan, whatever it might've been, we would always see that during the holiday period, so we'd always come, and the thing that our kids loved was going to the Virgin Record Store after the movies, and we would check out the books and albums and CDs and everything that they had there. So that was a big part of our holiday Thanksgiving season. Now it's uh, a little different. Disney Springs looks different. And uh, we have this little COVID thing going. But we did decide to take a, a moment this weekend to find time for a date night because we both got really busy on different projects. So we needed some time to go out and do something. And this is it. Here is the uh, Sorcerer Apprentice Christmas tree marked by the uh, magician hat on top, which is a clever way to top the tree. Otherwise, uh, a couple of dancing mushrooms from, from Fantasia. Nothing too much. So we're in front of Art of Shaving and you see people who are busy getting their own little uh, shaves. And uh, I guess a COVID safe way. Kind of cool, kind of interesting. Okay, a key purpose for being here tonight is to check out Gideon's Bakehouse to see if it had opened. Perfect time to open given Thanksgiving weekend. Unfortunately, they're not quite ready, so they're not open for business. So much for grabbing a cookie. So here's a big change to Disney Springs in the last few days is uh, entertainment, particularly street entertainment has come back. This one's a uh, performance at the uh, Raglan Road restaurant. So it's a little bit more socially distanced because everybody's seated at tables. But others are actually on the street and 
We'll have to check to see how they are actually trying to keep people socially distanced while enjoying the entertainment. So here's one of the really quiet spots for the whole evening. It's on the bridge overlooking the, uh, the springs here. And it's a much quieter moment compared to all of the traffic throughout uh, Disney Springs. So when Sprinkles opened, that was like a big thing. There were people lined up at distances. And mind you, we're in a pandemic situation right now. And there are some who are lined up for the Cupcake ATM. Is that a more uh, pandemic safe way of getting a dessert? But you can also go inside right now and there really are no lines practically on the inside. So it's interesting how that traffic flow has really changed and decreased over time. So my wife may have been really correct on that shopping thing. Very few, if any, in the anthropology, anthropology shop. And the Melissa shop around the corner was even closed. You think about that Thanksgiving weekend on a Saturday night and you have a store that is closed. Meanwhile, all the guests are out in the middle of the courtyard here and they're looking at this really beautiful Christmas tree whose size is identical to what you're gonna find at any of the Disney theme parks, uh, any of their main Christmas trees. And we have snow falling. So people are taking advantage of uh, getting some photos and checking out the, uh, the Christmas festivities here. Let me just tell you what is selling balloons. In fact, it's uh, my understanding on the inside that actually balloons have done better since this pandemic began. Uh, than they were before and certainly that shows right here as you have an entire crowd lined up to grab a balloon uh, here near the uh, Christmas tree in the center of this little plaza area. So there are two Christmas trees here. One is dedicated to Pluto with his doghouse on top. I gotta say it's not very memorable otherwise. I gotta say for Christmas decoration if you could see this holiday Wow, I don't know what it's called, but it's like this entire hanging garden coming down from the ceiling. And if it were daylight, you'd probably see it a little better, but it's uh, got a lot of um, color to it and very festive and it's just beautiful. Meanwhile, across from the fountain is the mini tree. By the way, folks have maps to all these Christmas trees and uh, you can put a sticker for every tree you see. So. You know, the good news is it's creating a reason for people to go out and uh, walk the whole property trying to uh, look for all of these Christmas trees and uh, moves traffic through. Now, if they stop and buy, as we see in this store that is completely shut down recently. And I got to tell you, I can't even remember the name of the store that was here. That's how sad it is because I don't know how relevant a lot of these retailers are to the traffic that typically comes through Disney Springs. So I'm taking a wide shot of this. The guitarist is playing some really beautiful music. He's in the center near the fountain in front of the AMC movie theater. It's right by the garage exit and entrance. It's heavy flow of traffic. And yet surprisingly, nobody's really kind of gathered around to watch him. At least those who do seem to be in their own group and staying socially distant from each other. So, surprise, because I think this would be a great problem situation with too many people gathered together to listen to somebody. But I think people are just 
walking slowly by and enjoying it without really staying uh, to see it. Okay, thanks to my good wife, I have managed to get a copy of the Christmas tree stroll map for 2020. Not that I remember a map from 2019, but notwithstanding, here we have the map. And what's really weird about this is that most of the trees are really on the west end and around the newer sections. There are like, there's one tree near World of Disney and one by the, um, uh, by uh, Ghirardelli's. But the whole very far end of the marketplace, there are no trees attached. Now there are stickers that go with each of these trees. And by the way, this is presented by Admin Health, the same people who gave you your fever check earlier. And you see we got Mickey and Minnie and we got Lion King and Haunted Mansion and Princess Tiana and Olaf, Mulan, Yoda and so forth. But what I'm missing is a lot of the trees from previous years. You had, remember the Robin Hood tree from last year? That I loved. Why am I so big on Robin Hood? Um, but there was also one for 101 Dalmatians and Beauty and the Beast. And none of those are really represented here. Almost makes you feel like I'm missing another tree map here. But notwithstanding, they do stretch from one end to the other. It's just that most of them are more on the west end or on one end than they are on the other end. So it is a mystery to me. So Kath, you're back here. Give me your take on this tree map and why it seems kind of lopsided. Well, the only thing I can think of is you know, we wandered through all of these shops that are can be found elsewhere in the Orlando area, but they they were pretty empty. So my guess is that Disney's trying to move the traffic into this area to support their vendors. This area is all Disney shopping. It is all almost all Disney shops and, up in that area, and it is a tighter space. And it sells itself. It doesn't. You don't need to advertise. Everybody knows they're coming here for Disney merchandise. But there are some vendors right in this area, so I'm a little surprised they didn't at least put up a token tree there. And you know, the whole thing about how Disney Springs has been redesigned is before you had like these dead ends, whereas now you can practically, I mean, over here you can kind of go up along the shore, but you can almost make a full circle around. Um, it's still a little bit of a dead end there. And I have to say, we were over in this area and it was a lot of traffic coming through that area. So maybe you're right. Okay, one more thing that you've mentioned, Kath, on the map are the redemption areas. Tell me about those. So it's interesting that they have two redemption areas over here. On the far end where there are no trees except for one. And then you have one here and here. One here and there. And so, and once your map is completed, you stop at a redemption location for some special prize and uh, so maybe that's to drive more traffic into those corners is to have the redemption shops on that end and those redemption areas are driven by the fact that they are Disney locations um, for them to drive so it's a little easier for them to, to manage uh, that activity. So one more thing my wife points out is all the promotional offers on the back side of the map which you know what draws my attention to this, Kath, is that there's one here, save 20% off for non-alcoholic beverages at House of Blues, and over here, save 20% off one item, like two from House of Blues here, 
which explains why there's a tree over near House of Blues. They probably said, hey, I'm not gonna be on this thing unless you uh, put a tree near me. So it may be driving more of the uh, decision of where to put the trees is who is offering up a promotion here. So you hear the music? This is just being mean to Walt Disney World fans over here because this is the music from Paint the Night, the uh, parade out at Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland that we do not have. We don't have a nighttime parade. I love this song and it really, it really marks that parade and makes that parade so, so fun, so successful. And uh, so just hearing the music now. Uh, before we go, so what's your take on the whole evening, Kath, as we kind of think about the evening? If you had known this many people were here, would you have said, let's go? Probably not. We would have probably found something else. I can't think of what else we do, but take a drive. Yeah, that is true. And remember, yeah, remember in the early days, just nobody. And I'm still trying to figure out the demographic. Yeah, there are tourists here, but there are a lot of locals here that have just finally gotten around. Maybe locals within even more the Georgia, Miami area coming through here. I think that's a possibility. I remember, I remember standing Coca -Cola oh shop. yeah, at the top. At the Disney shop earlier that evening, we were the first to communicate that this place was going to close. They had no idea. In fact, what had been communicated is that downtown Disney was closing at Disneyland. And then looking that up to try to share that with them, we found out that downtown Disney, the, the Disney Springs was going to close here. So we ended up being the ones to tell these cast members. Felt a little bad. Hopefully they still got jobs over at Disney Springs. But yeah, I do remember afterwards, we went up to the top of the Coca-Cola and surveyed the whole thing. And you know what? It wasn't even that crowded that evening. I remember people were already starting to get a little, little anxious about coming over to Disney Springs or going anywhere. People were all scratching their heads, figuring out do we do this? And, you know, nobody was and at that time, nobody had gone into the mask thing. We didn't even have masks to wear. You had to start up a whole sewing operation for our church to get masks made out for people and for even hospitals in New York that we had created masks for and face coverings. So a whole team of people worked so hard to create masks in the early days because we didn't even have that many. That seems so long ago. Just just reopening Disney Springs seems so long ago. Remember when the stormtroopers were standing on the porch? I haven't seen them in ages, but why? That was a long time ago. All right, that concludes our podcast and uh, YouTube video for the evening. Uh, be sure to uh, check us out. Make sure you subscribe. In fact, you definitely want to make sure you have subscribed to the podcast or to the YouTube videos and everything because we have a major announcement this Monday morning. Coming up in just less than 48 hours from now, 36 hours, 
We'll be making a major announcement that uh, is tied to the Christmas season, tied to this podcast, YouTube videos, tied to all things Disney and our love of Disney. So make sure you check us out on Monday because we have some big news to announce. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being part of the magic here at Disney at Play. And remember, in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, hey, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.